Last week, Dairy Farmers of Canada unveiled the goal to reach net-zero greenhouse gas emissions from farm-level dairy production by the year 2050, with a milestone in 2030. On Friday, I caught up with David Weens. He's the vice president of Dairy Farmers of Canada. That announcement was made at, at uh, our uh, Dairy Farmers of Canada policy conference yesterday, and we're, uh, we're pretty excited about moving forward on that. And, you know, when we think of it, much of the work that is necessary to meet those 2050 targets in terms of, of uh, you know, carbon footprint are already being practiced by dairy farmers. So it, it, it's doing more of that. And, and you, know, uh, you know, as dairy farmers, we do have a long history of, of that uh, environmental stewardship. Uh, and, and, in fact, uh, a few figures that we have here is uh, from 1990 to 2019, we've decreased our our carbon footprint for, for milk production by uh, 24% on a per liter of milk basis. And, uh, and in the, you know, in terms of water usage on the farm, you know, uh, needed to uh, produce one kilogram of milk, that has been reduced by, uh, by 6% over the last uh, number of years. And then the land usage uh, has gone down by 11% in terms of, of uh, maintaining the, the milk production that we have today. So there's been, some great strides that have been made here, and uh, we're continuing along that line. Is there a milestone as well for 2030? You know, uh, basically our our commitment aligns with the uh, uh, with the greenhouse gas emissions reduction initiatives from the federal government, and a lot of this is spearheaded by the provincial and municipal uh, governments and uh, and other uh, private sector organizations. So. Under, under the, the Canada Net Zero Emissions Accountability Act, the government has made a legislative commitment to achieve, uh, you know, net zero by 2050, uh, but an interim uh, target of reducing greenhouse gas emissions by 40 to 45 percent uh, below 2005 levels by, by 2030. So that's kind of an, an interim uh, target there. Uh, and, and we're seeing a lot of, uh, of, of the provinces and cities uh, in Canada that, that have uh, also, you know, set up uh, those targets uh, for themselves. And so that's what we're doing here, um, and, and we'll, we'll continue to uh, work on these things. Of course, you know, as, as you know, for, uh, uh, you know, dairy farms are being passed down, you know, generation to generation, and so there's a real strong sense that, that, uh, you know, the longevity and the sustainability of our farms is really important because there's always a next generation that's, that's coming, coming up and we want to leave things, uh, you know, in an even better way for those generations. So that's, uh, that's uh, you know, something that we've been uh, practicing for a long time already. You mentioned the um, annual dairy policy conference. Um, fill us in on what's happening there. Well, certainly uh, one of the, the highlights there has been, again, uh, has been the environmental aspect. We have had the, the, the minister of, uh, of the, uh, uh, the federal minister of the environment uh, sp- spoke at our conference, uh, also was, you know, very excited about what, uh, you know, about the targets that we have set for ourselves that, that align with, uh, with something that the, the federal government is, uh, is putting out there as well. And, and also, you know, just talked about uh, uh, some of the, the programs that are, uh, you know, that are there to help us, uh, you know, to, to help support us in terms of, of achieving those targets. Uh, also, you know, there was, uh, you know, some discussion about, 
you know, our environmental partners that we're working with, like, uh, for example, uh, Tree Canada, uh, Ducks Unlimited Canada, and Clean Farms. And, and so all of these uh, uh, organizations, you know, have innovative projects that, that are customized to, to the unique land and water c- uh, conditions. You know, as well as the flora and fauna around our, our family farm. So those, there, there was a, uh, actually a fair bit of discussion about that. That was Dairy Farmers of Canada Vice President David Weems. Two new Durham wheat lines from AAFC show improved resistance to Fusarium head blight, one of which is the first in the world to show intermediate resistance to FHB. Glenda Allen Vossler talked with AAFC breeder Dr. Ruan on the discovery that he and his team made at the Swift Current Research and Development Centre. Dr. Ruan, tell us about these two lines and their advantages, starting, of course, with DT2009. That's the new line with the intermediate resistance to FHB. It's registered as AAC Schrader with the CFIA, and marketed through FP Genetics. AEC Schrader will uh, p- provide better protection uh, to FAB infection and uh, secure uh, a farmer's investment. In addition, uh, AEC Schrader has a high yield, uh, good store strength, and high protein concentration. It has a specially uh, good drought tolerance uh, throughout the uh, 2021 green season, uh, large parts of Canada, including Western Canada, had uh, extreme drought weather condition. Uh, AEC Strider showed a very good uh, field performance last year, uh, yielding a 9 to uh, 11% more than the uh, uh, current uh, popular durum uh, caldua. And that was during the drought. Yes. Yeah. So it really, really shows the the improvement that we're seeing with this new line. Now, let's move on now and talk about the other Durham line that was registered last year. And that one, of course, is DT2005. Talk to us a little bit about this and the characteristics of this Durham line and what it brings to producers. Um, yeah, uh, DT2005 also released the last year. Uh, it shows a high yielding with a good quality of profile, uh, also improved FIB resistance. It especially uh, has excellent yellow pigment in the green uh, over a current cardwell. Yellow pigment is one of most desirable traits to our international customers. It also has better uh, uh, yielding and draw tolerance. Now, we mentioned these just got registered last year. How long before producers can look forward to seeding these new varieties? Uh, DT2009 uh, uh, has been registered at AC Schrader. Uh, it will be available... Um, within two, within three years, because the, the, there is a seed production uh, that take time to produce the seed, uh, then can uh, go go uh, go to the market. 
for the DT 2005, uh, is still in available for seed company. So that will take more time uh, to be available for the market. That's Dr. Ruan, a Durham breeder with AAFC. He was talking about the two new Durham wheat lines with improved resistance to fusarium head blight. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.